previously on D&D&D. Genevieve wants to leave now, and she wants to try to take the beacon back by force, because she has her team being held, presumably captive. Amara is advocating that you do some research at the temple to try to figure out more about how the beacons work. We've had many years of peace here, and this is the first real trial that we've had. And then you're kind of starting to get the sense that for as like, cool and badass as everybody initially gave off, no one really knows what they're doing. You take the sack patch off your robe, and it immediately produces a very ornate woven sack. Get back to the plant. All right, enough, says Genevieve. We need to leave. If we're going to leave, we need to leave. This bag of holding plan... The, the library in awesome. the bag plan. Yeah. <laughs> it just might work. Yeah. There we go. Yay. But the time is now. Uh, agreed. Let's do it. Welcome to D&D and D, the dinner party role-playing podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master James Gressel, and with me as always are some fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hello! 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 Did you know she was a spy? Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire? Oh, Julia Child. Julia Child, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to watch the movie she where... Was a spy. I was she like, was, was that a, a weird <laughs> detail I missed? <laughs> Secretly a, I think a spy. all this time I thought that that was a reference to Julia Child. It's no, it kind of is. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. like by through through but the through, grapevine yeah. of references. Yeah, I see. Yeah, all of a sudden, Miss Davers. Oh, hello. <laughs> is, <laughs> is that you. your spy voice? Yes, I am spy. Amy spy. We have a pre-episode discussion. What happened last week? Or do you want all? I'd like a brief recap. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, let's let's talk about how I fucked up a recipe and don't have dinner for everybody this time. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that what happened? What recipe? Uh, bows. I was gonna make steam buns. Oh, and hard, hard. They take a long time to like rise, and they have to they they do two rises, which I didn't I forgot about from last time I made them like a year ago. Oh, I need a pencil. <laughs> so Can't there's pencils behind Mike. So yeah, so uh, we don't have those. <laughs> So dinner tonight or oh, today yeah, is coffee. No yeah, no I ate. Um, Mike was like, "Yeah, there's no food, yeah. okay. and I haven't eaten today." And so I, I have some cornbread, and I just like cut half of the cornbread and shoved all of it in my <laughs> mouth. And I was trying to get everything together to come over here. <laughs> so we'll see how long that <sighs> that works. So here's kind of where we're at. You were in like the great hall of the temple, the tree temple. Uh, Galamathir, and you have these three NPCs with you, and each NPC, each they're character, people. yeah, what? dude, they're people. Yeah, Treat them better. They're non-player characters. Okay, they're real. They're to me. Us. They didn't make that choice. <laughs> Whoa, man! Quit pulling back the curtain. They all are kind of going in different directions, so we're gonna split you guys up a little bit. And the first one we're gonna do is Genevieve, as a woman of action is going to go to the armory at the temple and try to, like, gear up and get going. Yes, I'm very interested in what sort of weapons they have to combat the orcs. I'm very interested in this part of the plan. Oh, okay. So you guys are following her through the hallways, the twisty wooden hallways. Everything's kind of covered in vines, and 
instead of torches in the walls, there's these bioluminescent flowers that glow. I pick one and I'm like, hey, Genevieve, uh, this is for you. I got this for you. All right. As you pick it and you give it to her, the like light drains out of it and it dies immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and she picks it up and she's like, oh. A Thanks. metaphor for the fleetingness of oh life. My God. That speaks to me. She just drops it and like, keeps walking. Okay. And then you can hear grumbling where she's kind of, she's kind of like stupid guys like coming in out of here out of nowhere and dragging everything, delaying stuff. And I got to go. And then she's like grumbling about how like she wants to go. She's like so mad that she's wasted two days waiting for you. And this is what happened. This is who showed up. And she's just like, I just like got to get back and try to save them we're losing time they could be dead and you're like kind of hearing this kind of under her breath when you get to the armory it's this huge wooden chamber and it looks like it's kind of been like burned out of the space so like all the walls are kind of like charred there's like a forge in the middle and there's all these racks of like weapons and stuff and there's fewer of the like plants that are covering all the walls and everything everywhere else and there's a couple like blacksmiths working the forge and genevieve goes over to them and says something to get them to leave and they take off and then she turns around to you guys and she's like all right i gotta get some you know some of my personal stuff from my uh locker but while i'm doing that and she like gives you each like two handfuls of arrows and she's like do you see that plant over on the wall there and she points over to this plant and there's this like weird unbloomed flower that's dripping this thick cloudy liquid and she's like that plant emits a poison that's particularly potent to orcs Uh, so go cover these arrowheads in this poison and you know it's going to give us an advantage because like it's going to one shot of these and it's going to put them down it causes such searing pain to them is it also poisonous to non-orcs no it's not we we could touch that just fine i mean you know maybe Trying to, you know, and she's she she like holds up an arrow and she's like, just take the arrow and hold it by the feathers and like run the point down from like the top of the bud to the bottom. This is fantastic. I've, <laughs> I've never known about such a poison. What's this called? <laughs> or poison? That's it's that's the flower's name. Look, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not. She like st- sticks the arrows in your hands and she's like, all right, I'm going to go. And she like leaves. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you, madam. What? <laughs> what? I was trying to get the flower name for you and she got mad at me for it. Uh, I don't need the name. Oh, you don't need the name of the flower that produces an orc poisoning juice? I thought that's right up your alley, Juno. Oh. thought you'd want a garden oh, of these beans. Like for later. Right. Yeah. I-, I was... See, I was trying to help you out. I for- Be a get- better wingman. I forget man. to get Here, the names go, of things. Let's go get these. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's so go <laughs> milk these uh, arrows up. Wait, what is, it you, white? is it a white thick liquid? It's yeah. cl- it's like cloudy. What okay. did you say about okay. being a wingman? Just be a better wingman. Wh- what do you mean? You know, man, look out for me. Uh, you're a member of the team. Of course I would look out for you. That's right. So you go over to the flower, and as you get closer, you smell a necrotic, like, decaying smell. At first, when you're, like, a few feet away from it, it kind of, like, stings your eyes, being so close to it. But then after the, the initial, like, sting, your eyelids kind of feel, like, really heavy. And your kind of shoulders are, like, a little bit more aware of the weight of your armor. But, like, other than that, you can't feel any weird effects. Like, you, you don't feel, like, poisoned or hurt being near this. You just kind of feel, like, there's just this kind of, like, weird smell, and you feel a little bit, like, more tired. Wingman. Yeah. Do you... Are you interested in Genevieve? Yeah. Are you uh, not? No, I've not given a thought to it. Not at all? No. Not just saying that? No, not at all. 
All right. So this is why you were trying to claim some ridiculous story that you have experienced with orcs. Hey, I understand. Man. Hey, now. hey, okay. hey! When she's around, I'm, I'm like, I'm like number one orc hater. All right. Okay. That's you got that's, that? No. That's well, hey, that's on, an, hey, I will. Hey, I will I wingman. Say about being a wingman. I will wingman you only so far. <laughs> I will support you. I say, will say say we say we are tied as like the equal orc hating most people in the West in the in the world. That is a tall order. And Here, let's you let's are poison tall. these arrows while. All right, let's poison these arrows while we're uh, while you think it over. And I, I take the arrow by the feathers, specifically as I was instructed, and uh, dip it into the milky poison. As you touch the arrow point to the bulb of the flower, this big flower looms open, and as it does, it emits this cloud of spores. And make a Constitution saving throw. 14. Nine. You guys start to feel very sleepy. Oh, no. Your arms and your legs are just like really heavy and you kind of slouch down. You're on the ground now. You yawn really big. I call out for Genevieve. Fuck. Genevieve! Uh, I'm and dragging she- myself away <laughs> from the flower. And she comes over and she's got like, she's like all geared up. She's like ready to go. She's got her ornate like golden scale armor on. She's got uh a, like really fancy a club strapped to her sword belt, a scimitar on the other side. She's got a bow across her back. She's armed to the teeth. And she puts a helm on. She leans down and she's like, I, I'm sorry, but I couldn't have you guys holding me back. <laughs> what? I got to get out of here. I've already wasted too much time. But we hate orcs. <laughs> you will fail like, without me. She like leans down. She like kneels down next to you, Flack. And she's like, I know you do. I know you do, sweetie. And she like kisses you on the forehead. Oh. And she like runs a hand along your face and she's like, sorry, it had to be like this. And then she turns into like a bird of prey. Fuck. And she just <laughs> takes off out one of the ventilation windows. What? And then you, you will guys die after the orcs. And then you guys fall asleep. Oh. Oh no. All right, we're going to cut <laughs> away now. That sucks. <laughs> we're back in the great hall after you guys leave. And Koirum, our old friend Koirum, mm. asks if Marjorie would come with him to the temple sanctuary. Genevieve's only like three, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, Koirum, what do I have to lose? <sighs> Koirum leads Marjorie like behind the like great hall that you are in. There's like this big like, carved oak double doors. And he pushes them open, and it opens into this huge garden, grass floor. There's a reflecting pool in the middle that's fed from this waterfall that's coming down through this big opening. It's open sky, but there's huge tall walls up the sides to this garden. There's plants everywhere. It's a little bit more well-kept than the plants willy-nilly like other places in the temple. There's more gardened areas with flowers and fruit trees and it's very, very nice. There's butterflies and stuff. It's very peaceful and kind of quiet, and there's no one else in there. Marjorie is real grumpy, and she wants to continue being grumpy, but it's hard. <laughs> it is it's hard. Nice you kind of here. feel just kind of nicer when you come, come in here. There's butterflies floating around, and you can hear birds chirping, and the light's coming in from above, and there's this waterfall into this like pool that's making that nice like waterfall sound. <laughs> Quirum kind of walks over to the pool and he sits on one of these mossy kind of stones that are arranged around it. And you kind of get the sense that this is almost an altar, this pool. And he goes over there and he kind of like 
ask you to come over and sit on one of this one of the stones. And as you walk over, you see him like take his helm off and like his armor. And he makes this series of genuflections before this pool. He kneels on each leg, he bows, and then he does an open stretch of his arms. And it's clearly some sort of like gesture of reverence. Marjorie open stretches her arms too. <laughs> her little. She wants to do it too. <laughs> And you sit next to the pool, and when you get close to the pool, you kind of smell this, like, sweet tea, an herbal tea or a white tea mixed with honey smell. Like, and it's just a really nice, calming scent that kind of comes off the water as it splashes. Koirim picks, like, two leaves off of this, like, small tree that's sitting next to the pool, and he hands one leaf to you, and he asks if you'd like to say a, a prayer for cheese. And he he says, we take the leaves and we like let them go into the pool and they float away. And it's just a gesture, uh, a prayer of reverence for things that we've lost. And he takes his leaf and he says some words in Elvish. You don't speak Elvish, right? Mm -mm. Good, because I don't know what he says. (laughs) And he says some words in Elvish and he lets he like sets his leaf in the pool and the current of it and the waterfall could take it into where the waterfall's hitting and it dunks down and disappears and then he sits down and he just kind of like looks at the pool for a second marjorie looks at him and sees Koyrim in a completely different light because <laughs> marjorie was having a bad day no one respected her wishes nobody nobody was on marjorie's side today even even the guy that she had a little bit of crush on fucking <laughs> left but here she is in this little pond area with this little leaf in her hand that means so much more than he knows. And she very quietly will just, her, her eyes tear up a little bit and she holds the leaf and she rubs it for a second. And, um, she doesn't pray about cheese. Mm. She prays about her daughter. Is this out loud or is it just, no. just inside? No, it's inside. And what was it? You cast the And then you, you, yeah, you like let it go into the water and it like floats away and disappears. And she's just quiet. Uh, After a few minutes of just silence, Corum like dips his hands into the water and he kind of likes, like washes his hands a little bit and you can see some of the like werewolf blood from your battle in the woods washing away. And he says, when I took the vows of my order, I swore to be the light that guides the forces of good through the darkness and to be the source of life and a protector of creatures that could not protect themselves. I believe the world to be a place of stark lines between good and evil. And for many years, I've been patrolling these woods, keeping invaders from the mountains and the swamps and the frozen north at bay, working with the druids here to keep the peace. But to be honest, the battle in the woods was my first and I can't remember how long I've I've grown complacent and 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 he looks at you then and he says and scared Marjorie. Marjorie puts her hand on his shoulder, and uh, that kind of calms him for a second. But then he says, "I've I've served goodness well in my order, but but I'm I'm scared of of failure now. We've we've lost this one." We've lost this one beacon. We've lost this one of our sacred groves. And and if another falls, I, I this is a, a bigger fight than than I've ever experienced. This isn't just a breeding party or or a random monster. This is, is a real br- breeding party. Raiding. Oh, so I'm listening. <laughs> That's what I thought you said too. I thought you said breeding party, like yeah. breeding, breeding. Yeah. breeding. 
Sorry. Well, Koirim, <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I can tell you, I've been I've been around for you know a little while. I might not look it, but your girl's old, <laughs> and loss is inevitable in your life. You're going to lose, frankly, everything. Everyone dies. Everything changes. But you know what? It doesn't mean you gotta gotta be a piss pot about it. Doesn't mean that you can't make new friends and and a new family, and you could just move forward. We're just uh, it'll be okay, Koirip. It'll be it'll be okay. We can rebuild what's been lost, and even better, maybe. Thank you, Marjorie. I think maybe we can together. And he kind of smiles at you, and then looks back at the pool, and you just kind of sit there in silence for a little while. You just listen to the the sounds of the waterfall hitting the pool, and. Hey, Koirim. Yep. What would a breeding party be? <laughs> All right. <laughs> now we're going to cut to the rest of the team. The puzzle team. I think that's just the two of us. I think it's the two of us, yeah. Zabbis. Yeah. And Fletch go with Amara to go get the books that they need for their mobile research unit. <laughs> Amara takes you guys down a, a couple hallways to a spiral staircase that's like carved out of the wood out of the tree so you're kind of spiraling down like a like almost like a root that's like branching out kind of think like that so it kind of looked like a water slide kind of from the outside it's not but you're walking through the inside (laughs) and it's not a water slide (laughs) and it's got the same kind of glowy flower lights that are lining the sides down it so it'd be a great water slide. <laughs> it would be a pretty cool saying. water slide. And when you go down, you go down like a few, uh, you know, levels, and you get to a door with that's got like these carved nature images on it. And Amara makes a series of gestures, not dissimilar from the ones that Corum did. They're not as elaborate, not as like reverent, but they're still kind of the same kind of principle of like one side to the other closed and open and then the door opens and you see this like surprisingly vast library (laughs) (laughs) but unlike the rest of the temple it's not wild it's still very natural everything is wooden but it's much more refined the there's tables and shelves and everything is very meticulously and expertly carved and crafted Instead of just the vines kind of growing from the walls with the glowy flowers, there's like pots that are like lining, like arranged in rows that are next to the tables or shelves that are growing these glowy bioluminescent flowers to kind of give light to the library. And Amara is like, this is our library. Uh, we're going to find what we need here. She walks over to a table and she like scratches something quickly, you know, down on a piece of paper. And she hands it to Fletch. She like shoves it in your hand. She kind of lingers for a second and she pulls away. And she's like, here's some of the books that we need. You go over there and look for the books. And then she's like, Zappas, come with me over here. You know, she like pulls you over to the side. Fletch, what are you going to do? Are you going to go look for the books? Yeah, but I'm a little like, I wonder if she was flirting with me a bit. So I kind of like stay and linger and just like, what was, I like her a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And then I slowly like, okay, I should go look for these books. Okay. So I go look for the books. All right. So you go look for the books and then Amara takes Zabbis over to like a different shelf and kind of like grabs your robes and like pulls you around the corner a little bit. I feel like I'm going to get yelled at. <laughs> I don't want to get yelled at. So you're you're kind of like, yeah. like shying away from it a little bit? Yeah. Zabbis can't handle any criticism. <laughs> <laughs> 
whatsoever. And Amara's like, Amara's a high elf like you, so you're both really tall. You're like yeah. almost of a height. She's a little bit shorter than you, but she's older and, and a little bit bigger. Like you're very slight, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she's got her fancy robes and stuff on. Like she's very intimidating kind of presence. Mm-hmm. And she like leans really close to you. She like looks you right in the eyes and she's like, so what's the deal with Fletch? <laughs> Oh shit! Like, you, like, what do you mean, though? <laughs> like, no, I mean, like, what, like, like, what's, like, up? what's like, the deal with Fletch? Like, what, or like, what's the deal with Fletch? Like, like, what's up with him? Like, what's his deal? Oh, I don't know. He's cool. He's an elf. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like he's. See, let me think. Like, he is probably the person I hang out with. I get least annoyed by. <laughs> I'd have to like think about it, but I yeah. So. For me, that's like a ringing endorsement, I think. But like, is he like seeing anybody? He's not seeing anyone, but you know, I we're we're just like we're traveling always. Oh yeah, yeah. It's right. like life like, on the road, you know. You yeah. don't want to date. You know, they say the road is no place to have a family. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> in the words of the great high elf Steve Barry <laughs> um but yeah it's but yeah he's he is single okay that's so. that's interesting that's very interesting can you like can you like find out yeah like but yeah. like but like don't tell him I'm in it. like just find out like what he thinks of me but like don't tell him I'm in him I mean I think he's got a big old crush on you is like so obvious. <laughs> I just saying <laughs> it's very obvious. Also, I'm a little disappointed because I thought I was gonna it was gonna be like elf secrets when you told me a sign <laughs> and it's not. <laughs> is, is there any greater elf secret than the secret of the heart? Oh, I guess not. <laughs> it's just, yeah. <sighs> I'm going to go here. I'm going to go into the back and I'm going to get a couple of books that we need. Just like see what his deal is. Just like find out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. <sighs> and then she leaves. Okay. All right. What do you do? <laughs> I guess I'll go find. I keep. I'm still mixing up Fletch and Fleck. I literally, <laughs> when you said Fletch, I had to think like, which one's <laughs> I have a list of names on my microphone right now, so I can so bad. You. So, I guess I go. I mean, I know where Fletch is. I head over there. Hey, so here's oh, what just that. happened. I mean, she told she told me not to tell you, but it was dumb because it's like dumb. Like I don't want to be the middleman of this. I this is. She Does she a, like me? Yeah, she likes you so much, and she told me not to say that, but Whoa. like. No, we're just wasting time if we're like pretending that this isn't a thing. So I think you should go over and I don't know, say you like her and then have her give me an actual job to do. <laughs> I'm so annoyed that we're in this sweet library and this is like what I'm doing right now. And I'm, you know, like I'm really happy for you guys, but I just. This is the best news. Yeah, though. it's real good. Oh my gosh. I've never, I've never had a relationship yeah. before. With any, like with anyone, like well, P- Pete, but he's like that's a different kind, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. This is all new for me. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm feeling the feelings. Whoa! <laughs> 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 this is all right. What do I do? I 
What do I say? I don't know. I'm you're being okay. Here's the thing, though. I think I think you're forgetting. I think everyone's forgetting that I am. I mean, you're an elf. You you get it. I'm basically like a teenager. You're like I'm the last person you want to ask for advice on like real adult relationships. Mm. I'm like a 15 year old boy. Like, so am I, I. Don't know. I don't, I've never done this. <sighs> do oh, she's also like really. She's a high position. I was so. going to say, like, she's probably old as fuck, though. Like, I'm thinking, because, wait, how old are you? 236 years I mean, old. She, oh, man, it's interesting. I'm I'm into it, like a May-December thing. Okay, All so right. I'll just I'll just wing it then. I'll just, I'll be like, Just go, hi. like, honestly, just go, because I feel like, because, we're, like, we're on a mission, because, like, the world is, like, it's gonna at be, stake, right? Right. Yeah, okay. so, like, just go... Just go say something. Yeah. Okay. And then tell her, you know, that I'm interested in uh, doing something. Do, okay, the secrets. Yeah, I want to okay. like, you know, I'm feeling a little unimportant right now because I I feel like. But you're important to me because I you're like my my wingman now. I know. I don't know. It's yeah. So I'll I'll go say something and then I'll report yeah. back to you and then you'll be <laughs> like, that was good or that was dumb. Try this, okay. and then we'll do that. But but I'll also say like, hey, what can Zavis? Zavis needs a big boy job to do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. This because it's good it's plan. like I feel like I'm being reminded right now that I'm like I'm like the little kid, and I'm being given little kid shit to do, but and the, it's like it's fine. I just you know. But this is like it's important because this is love. I know. Yep. I feel like I feel like yeah. Let's okay. Just go. I'll watch. I'll, I'll watch here's from far the, away. Here's the list of books that I need to find that I didn't oh. find any because I was just thinking about you're, her. The okay, whole time. yeah, I'll go do that. <laughs> I'll go do that. Okay. Yep. Just give me that list of books. I'll go okay. do that for you. Thank, thank you. And then I'll, I'll, I'll figure out what you can do from Amara. I also, I'm like, we're not gonna be able to fit all these books in this bag. Oh, I guess if it's just this list, we should be okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'll walk over to where. Wait, where'd she go? Oh, uh, fuck. Hey, everybody. Gressel here with a few quick mid-game announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 18 of D&D&D. &D &D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&DPod on Twitter and D&D&DPod on Instagram, or email us at D&D&DPod at gmail.com. Thanks to everybody who's tweeted about the show. People like Megan Jordan at Girl from Pluto One on Twitter who said, Finally caught up on D&D Pod, but now I don't know what to do with my life while I wait for the next episode. Well, the next episode's now. So listen to this one. But then after that, you're going to have to wait a few days. Or people like Nicole Carlson at Lost Princess 18 on Twitter who says, D&D Pod, I love the intro outro music in the podcast and I would a million percent buy a full length version of it. Jeremy Nisato is our composer, jeremynisato.com. And we don't sell the music because he made it and I don't want to sell music that he made. So go to jeremynisato.com, check out his music. He's got a lot of really great music on there. We're so happy that he um, agreed to do the music for us. We're, we're thrilled with how it turned out. Um, but yes, our music is great. I agree. That is all Jeremy, except for the uh, seven-note uh, torque song that we did a couple episodes ago. But um, you can definitely tell a difference in quality, I think, between Jeremy's outrageously awesome compositions and my seven-note thing that I played on my wife's piano. So yes, Nicole, go to jeremynisato.com. If you haven't already, check the automatic downloads setting on your podcast app of choice so that as soon as episodes come out, you get them. 
and then they're there and they're ready for you and you don't have to worry about forgetting to download something in the morning. Uh, so yeah, so check that little box or, or switch that thing on, whatever it is in your app uh, so that you get the episodes as soon as they're available. Um, if you're somebody like Megan Jordan, who is waiting for the next episode eagerly, that is a great option for you, Megan. So make sure you check that box. That's it for me. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're going to cut back to Flack and Juno. Uh, one of the blacksmiths has just smacked you guys awake. What? Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Uh, well, you guys fell for a pretty, like, rookie prank with rubbing something on this sleeping flower. So, I'm sorry. You just have a poisonous flower out? And you use it for pranks? Yeah. It's like, well, you guys fell asleep. It's not like anything serious happened. Uh, yeah, it did. We missed out on a badass mission, dude. Wait, what? Genevieve. Oh, yeah, she took off. You guys. Yeah, she took off. She was supposed to go. We were supposed to go with her. All right, this is a waste of our time. We need to go find the others. Yeah, hey, uh, hit us up with some armaments for our mission. (laughs) I'm going to make you guys roll a check to see what you can find in this armory. 21. 13. Let's go his. All right, so, Juno, you kind of have your pick of, of the armory because you recognize some things as being potentially useful for your, to your cause. So you see some, there's an assortment of like nice kind of magic-ish looking leather armor, light armaments, light weapons. There's a rack with like robes on it. There's some boots and you see racers and gloves and a few amulets. So anything you want to check out kind of closer? Yeah, let's check out the amulets. Okay. There's a kind of magical looking amulet that you can see. And the blacksmiths are kind of like, oh, well, if you guys really are, like you came down here with Genevieve and even though she took off, which is suspect, I guess she's kind of prone to do that. And if you guys are here with Amara, you can kind of, you know, like, I guess have your pick of the place. Like we've got some work to do. That's right. Yeah. Can you tell us anything about this, any of these amulets before you leave? Uh, that's kind of out of our realm of expertise. We can answer questions about like the armor and stuff because that's what we do. But... What about those gloves? All right. So the gloves are gloves uh, that have been magically enchanted to increase reaction time. Uh, so much so that you could try to catch arrows out of the air. Oh, I love those gloves, man. Uh, they're a little bit big, but let's see what we can do. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> worried about that, actually, but... Uh, all right, I'm going to roll to see if they can change the gloves to fit you. Nope, they cannot. Well, can I get them for a friend? Sure. All right. What Where one these? is a hat? What? Where one is a hat? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, hey, uh, would it would this work? And I put it on my head. Oh, I'm going to... Okay, so they can craft one of the gloves into like a crude leather hat. <laughs> For your little gnome head. Oh 
Michael, but it still has the, the fingers. fingers. Okay. <laughs> I, I rank, can, it, can they be arranged as like a mohawk though? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Totally. They took both gloves. <laughs> Liberty Spikes or Mohawk? Which one do you want? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they took both gloves, quickly cut them up, and sewed them together to make like a leather hat with the fingers down the middle. Great. Yeah. This is mine now. So now you have advantage on checks to try to catch arrows. Wow. With I just want you to know hands? that you look very cool and Genevieve does not deserve you. Oh, hey, thanks, man. That's that's good wingman. Thumbs up. <laughs> What about uh, these robes? There's a robe of uh, animal friendship. There's like a robe that has like a bunch of animals inscribed on it, like sewn into it. And then there's a, there's a robe that's made of uh, some kind of feathers. That seems fun. Uh, do you know what the, what the robe does? Blacksmith. The robes are kind of out of our... Who, who uh, made this then? Who made the robes? Well, they show up from like our like magic item division, and they're just kind of stored here. Who's who's in charge of that? Uh, I want to know if this robe can make us fly. Let's just take both robes. Yeah, we'll just take both robes. Okay. I forgot that we can just kind of take it all. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> boots do anything special? Uh, there's boots of speed and boots uh, that look like they're made out of the skin of some like furry white animal. Uh, they're like big and puffy and white. I'm thinking speed for Fletch and whatever white animal this is for Zappas. Wait, what am I going to get? Oh, I don't know, man. Whatever you want. I already got this badass hat. Take your pick and then we'll get the I rest mean, of the things. I mean, the speed boots sounded good to me. Oh, no, that's cool then. Go ahead. Fletch doesn't need to know. Wingman. Wink. Wink. Okay, and there's like some there's some bracers. There's, uh, again, magic. some magic armor, magic shields, and like light weapons, like short swords, crossbows. Short bows, clubs, and stuff. Anything. I'll take the robes to bring to my companions. I will take the speed boots and bring the other boots. And fuck it, I will take the amulets. Oh, definitely those amulets. Well, there's just the one. Oh. I'll take the amulet. Okay. Um, Are we forgetting anything? Do other people need... I'm okay like on Like weapons? Yeah. Um, oh, do you have any uh, weapons that are good gnome size that would be better than my... um? We, we have some short swords that we made here in this forge. They have a little bit of extra kind of magical oomph to them. Oh, yeah? Um, what are you rocking now? I'm rocking just a regular rapier. Uh, yeah, you, you might want to take one of these with you. I will. Uh, in case you come across anything that needs some kind of like magical fight. What kind of magical stuff are we talking about? Uh, again, this is, again, one of those things where like there's not a fun in-game way to describe yeah. it. It's a short sword plus one. Okay, so, so is that... it's a magical s- short sword. So is it 1d... 6. 1d6. Plus 1. My rapier is a 1d8. Yeah. So why would I want this? There might be... You're having this conversation with the blacksmith, okay? <laughs> uh, he's like, there are certain creatures out in the world that uh, are immune to normal weapons. Okay. We have some magical energies in our forge here that imbue okay. the metals with you know, magics to get through okay. some protection. Question to uh, DM, what can I do with my rapier? You can hang on to okay, it. Okay, all right, good. Yeah, you can wear a, a sword on each side of your belt. So I think we, having been betrayed by Genevieve, we yeah, should go really find hurt. the rest of our party. I like, guess. I will say, yeah. I respect her ruthlessness and haste to fight the orcs if she weren't being so foolish. 
Because as far as she knows, we are two of the best orc fighters in the world. Yeah, and we're nice, too. You kill more orcs with honey than you do with vinegar. Yeah, just checking in. Do you... The blacksmith's kind of like, honey's not particularly poisonous to orcs. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the... Hey, Hey, guys, we got some... You know that flower over there? Is a great orc poison. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I understand that it puts people to sleep, but is it also still an orc poison? No. No, it's just a goof. Then why do you have it here? For goofs. You literally (laughs) put a goof flower in your armory. It just seems like a waste of space to me. Okay, agree to disagree. But that's fine. By the way, what do you think of Genevieve? Oh, yeah, dude. What's like, like, what's up with her? She doesn't work out of this office mainly. So like, She's hot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got some stuff to do. So. Oh, yeah. You guys good? We got like hammering to do. Hey, what happened to that arrow that I had dipped into the flower? <laughs> you kind of just dropped it when you fell asleep. It's just like hanging out on the ground. Is it within reach? Sure. I grab it and I flick some of it onto him. I'm like, have fun working, dude. And he's like, "Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> you goofed me. Yeah, I goofed you. <laughs> Peace out, man. <laughs> Good goof. Uh, we're going to go back to Fletch and Zabbis. So, Zabbis, you have found rather quickly when you're not distracted by <laughs> the rest of the team, you have found <laughs> all six of the books that was on the list okay. that uh, Amara gave you or gave to Fletch. And you notice one of the books is the official records of the Archdruids of Galamathir. This seems to be kind of like the captain's logs of the leaders of this uh, temple. And when you open it up and you flip to like the recent pages, you see some of Amara's notes. And you notice that a lot of her entries are kind of like, I didn't ask for this. This is such a crazy thing that I've been thrust into this role. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing as a leader like i just like doing plant magic you know this is this is kind of crazy that now i'm in this position and then you you kind of flip back it's like oh this is just her kind of complaining and you flip back and you notice that the entry before her was from a sorceress named neva and you recognize the name and the description of kind of her descriptions of magic as being like wild magic and it's the woods witch mm. that you ran into before mm. uh which is which may or may not be important you just find it interesting and you find other books and i'll give you a list of the books before the next time with some of their contents and that's gonna oh cool be okay. your research and stuff later but for now you have these six books that you were told to go find and you have found them. now fletch what do you do I'm trying to find Amara. Okay, so you see Amara. She, uh, sh- she's got like a stack of books in her hand. And she's like going through shelves, like looking for other stuff. And she's humming to herself. There's vines that are curling around the shelf. They're just moving around with her. And a couple of them are like grabbing books behind her and bringing them to her and everything. She It seems that she's like kind of manipulating these plants magically around her. What do you do? Uh, I walk up to her and then I say, hey, hello. Hey, come here often. and she kind of like spooks a little bit and like all the plants like drop the books that they're carrying uh onto the ground and she's like oh i'm i'm so clumsy and she like reaches down to like grab the books on the ground 
Okay, I go to help her. And you like knock heads. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, sorry. Hey. Um <laughs> Hey, so that was cool. You were doing all this like plant things. What was that about? How did you do that? Uh I uh I'm just uh I'm just I'm just like really good at plant magic, I guess. Like it's no big deal. Like well, I'm just like That's a cool that's a cool thing. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's cool. It's it's whatever. That's that's cool. Uh, hey, so um, what are you doing later? <laughs> I, I guess you know, probably preparing for this world-changing quest. You guys have to go on to like save our woods. It's you know, I've got a lot of like magic stuff to do. Yeah, me too. I've got I've got <laughs> plans too. So. <laughs> But but but, cool. but like maybe it, when you're when you're done, if you're not dead, we could maybe, oh. you know, maybe like maybe we could go get a drink somewhere. Do you have a do you have a bar here? Yeah, like like three three levels down in the in the on the path up to the tree. There's like there's like yeah, there's like a bar. Cool. Okay. Well, how about this then? Yeah. When I when when I come back, maybe we could go to the bar and have a drink and then maybe dance. That would be that would be that that'd be super that'd be super cool. That'd be yeah. We cool. should yeah. Okay, sorry about your head. I gotta go find my friend Zavis. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got I got books. Okay, yep. bye. Bye. Um <laughs> I've been looking just like browsing because I want to see what else is in here, and I give Fletch a book and it's like a book of like how to do certain dances but like here's here's the thing though this thing's kind of old so you're gonna look like a huge nerd like it's super outdated but like it's something in case you want to go out dancing but you're gonna look like a giant dweeb oh thanks yeah like you'll look like a grandpa but it's okay hey so it's something can you hold on a second yeah okay yeah i can i run back to amara (laughs) okay (laughs) Hey, what's up? Hey, Mamara. Oh, hey. oh, hey, hey. Hi. I don't mean to. Uh, no, no, you're. I cool. already said bye, but like, yeah, I completely forgot to ask a question for you. Sure. From from my friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yo, um, from yeah. That, was, so yeah, yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I was wondering maybe if there's any like cool secrets that uh, maybe you could tell me to like, so I could tell Zabis because I, I she uh, he wants to. Um, learn new magic stuff and I was wondering maybe if there's like any cool things we could tell him like I could tell him oh um to do yeah I, I the um my my predecessor was a sorcerer like Zabis and and she I think she left some stuff and like a like vine takes off down a hallway whoa that's cool and like <laughs> she's like Omaris is kind of like looking at you, and she kind of like smiles. He, me too. And then she like looks away, and then the vine comes back, and it's got a scroll, uh, with it, and it, the vine like hands it to you, and she's like, uh, "Give, give him this. It's, it's, um, it was written by my predecessor, uh, and it, it might have some cool stuff on it. I don't get it. My magic just kind of happens, you know, and, and I can really only do this plant stuff." The plant stuff's really cool. Thank you very thank, much. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's it's cool. I like it a lot. But okay, I gotta go. I'll see you later. Yeah. Don't die. I won't. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then I run back to Zabbis. Hey Zabbis. Yeah. 
I totally didn't forget to get this for you, but here's a <laughs> scroll from Amara's predecessor, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be really magical. All I didn't right. really ask details. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. I'll figure it out. We're it's prob- really cool, though. It'll yeah, be- it's cool. Yeah, it's magic. It's I magic just saw stuff. like a vine go like <laughs> past me, and I'm just wondering, like, we could use those to get all the books, and I feel a little duped right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling very... But if you think about it, I made a connection. Mm-hmm. And so you're like my wingman. Yeah. And it was a really good... We had a really good talk. Yeah. We're going to go to the bar when we get back. Yeah, if it still dance. exists. And I'll use this book. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. look, okay, cool. So we're good? Yep, I got books. Got the books? Yep. I got, so, I got this piece of paper. <laughs> I feel like smiley. I don't know. Yeah. This is, it's a weird feeling. It's like, yeah. I'm like shaky a little bit. Uh-huh. I think I said some good things. Yeah. Don't think about it. Don't even think about it because really you're going to think about it and everything is going to feel dumb. Don't think about it. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Okay. I bumped. I We bumped heads. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. We're going to go back up to... Uh, like the great hall of the temple where Marjorie and Koyrim are just kind of like sitting around and they're having like a like a cup of mead, let's say. And Koyrim's like, and that's why they called him the wingman. Koyrim, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that we had this time together. I, I am too, Marjorie. You really kind of put me at ease for, for this impending quest same i feel like the two of us are kindred spirits one might say i think so Mm. we we appreciate the little lives that really that matter Mm -hmm. yeah so then flack and juno uh come back so you guys walk into the hall and you see them sitting there kind of just you know having a nice moment and quorum's like what happened to genevieve yeah she flew away Yes, she poisoned what? us. What? She made us fall asleep and she flew away. Yeah. She flew away. It was very yeah, weird. after poisoning us. Uncool. By the way. Which the armor, which your blacksmith thinks is just like. Wait, poisoned goof. you or goofed you? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently she, she goofed us. <sighs> or she drugged us under false pretenses yeah that's your idea of a goof in this tree all all goofs aside this is serious we j- j- <laughs> yeah it was always serious <laughs> margin's just giggling <laughs> a goof yes she took off without us genevieve is one of our most seasoned warriors we we need her with 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 what it sounds like she'll be there yeah she's acting pretty stupid yeah she was a freaking armored bird Wait, were you serious when you said she flew? Yeah, no, she literally turned into a bird. Yeah, she can do that. And oh. flew away. And I think she had armor on as a bird, because she definitely armored up before she became a That's bird. That's cool. Yeah, it was... It glinted. But she clearly hot. showed no trust in our abilities. <laughs> this is really cheesing me. I'm, I, I'm oh, sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I you know what? Again. I have been doing a lot of thinking up here. And thanks to Koirim, I'm okay. I'm okay. So it's fine. It's fine. Koyrim like puts a hand on your little shoulder and is like, "It's gonna be okay." Oh, look thanks. at that's. Marjorie looks up at Koyrim with little shiny eyes. <laughs> Zavis and Fletch come back. Hey guys, I think I have a girlfriend. Oh really? Mine flew away. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. So good job with yours. Where's she? 
My girl, my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Marjorie pops up and goes straight to Fletch and reaches up as far as she can to put her hands on his shoulders. Like you did like, it. Like four feet away from his shoulders. Oh. <laughs> gets his elbows. What are you, doing? you get it. You oh, did it. Yeah. I, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. If when we come back, I'm gonna go to the bar with her and I'm gonna dance. You're gonna dance. Yeah. It's Amara, right? Amara. Yeah. What? Well, of maybe course. you ran to a different girl on the way to the library. There's no other girl. That's cute. Oh. Where is she though? Is she not know. joining She's, us? No. Not right now? I don't know. I don't know. She's the leader of these people. It's okay. Baby steps. Well, we got the books. Javis has the books. You got the books? Yep. How many are there? Like hundreds? Mm, Six books. There's six books? Zebus? I mean, you had us wait around for six books. And I was able to find a girlfriend. Yeah. It was a bit. But also. These are really important books. What did you guys do the whole time? Yeah, what, we what oh we, we also got stuff. Got, oh yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. We got some stuff here. Okay. Check this out. Anyone ever see these white boots before? What are these? Uh, and and Carrum speaks up and he's like, "Oh, those are those are northern boots. Those, All right. Yeah, those are those are pretty great. If we're if you're going someplace super cold, <laughs> our <laughs> margin starts laughing." <laughs> <laughs> Are we going somewhere cold? Do they have any... The North. Do they have any magical properties? Yeah, they protect you from being super cold. Oh, okay. Oh. I, I'm sticking with these. this other pair that I got. Well, let's, Speed boots. Good call. Uh, well, we got these, and I showed the robes. Koirim? Well, I mean, the, the one with the animal pictures oh, yeah, on yeah. it is an in, in yeah. animal friendship. This one breeding has, parties. This one's feathers. This one I've heard of, but I'm not 100% sure what it does. Marjane grabs it and puts it around her. Oh, shit. It, like, magically adjusts to fit you. It looks pretty nice. Yeah, it's yeah, well tailored. Do I look glinted? No. I don't glint? No. Because it's feathers. Fucking girlfriend, I don't glint. Mm. <sighs> hey, hey, do me a favor, though. Flap your arms. She does. Nothing happens. Uh, as you can <laughs> as you can tell by Flack's head, he, he I do have has this, a new style. Oh, right. I do oh, have this yeah. new hat. Oh, mm-hmm. You look like a chicken. Mm-hmm. What? You do look like a little like a No, no, no like it's, a like, it's like, like a, a mohawk. It's, it's like kind of chicken esque. BDSM chicken. Guys, it well, you know what? I uh might be able to grab arrows out of the air. I think you might be able to grab chickens. Oh, well that's that takes a lot of reflexes too. Savas so. is looking at the feather robe and he leans over and like grabs a feather real quick. He just like picks one out. Okay. Does anything happen? You're like holding it? Yeah. No. I try and stick it back in. It doesn't really stay. <laughs> it, so far, it so doesn't fashionable. Really stick, but when you let go of it, when you like put it back and then let go of it, it like very, very slowly falls to the ground. Ooh, Marjorie has Jump. an idea. <laughs> Marjorie jumps. Just like up, just up in the air. Uh, you like slowly lower oh, back down. Shit. Oh shit! Who's the ghost now? Oh, <laughs> hey, what else did we get? We Wait, got I, this I, amulet. Quirum, <gasps> amulet, ring a bell. I'm no magician. I don't know what no. magic stuff God, does. Everyone's saying. Zavis, it's not you got any thing. read on this amulet? You could make a check. <laughs> like, do I? <laughs> Let's I roll some dice. Dice open. These like strange dice. I don't know where mine went. 
Archon is looking like someone who uh, went to Salvation Army with way too much money. <laughs> uh, what big kind of hat and like feather uh, arcana. cloak? Oh, arcana. Okay. Fuck. Uh, I roll a three. You can tell that it is an amulet. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, I drop my bow and aim it at Flack. Whoa. 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 Hey, you said you can catch arrows, right? Uh, Anyone have an apple? Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> I just want to see this, like, because oh, otherwise oh, oh, it's a dumb Co- hat. Koyrim, now having drank like most of his mead, is like, all right, I'm into it, and like puts his mug on, <laughs> on okay. your head. Flag stands against the wall. Cool. This is gonna be. Uh, hopefully, this I, I works. I don't know about this. We really should leave after this, though. Okay. Hey, you have a really good aim, right? Yeah, of course I have a really good aim. I'm How many of you are archery. drunk right now? I'm, I think just Koyrim. Okay, oh, and maybe Marjorie. <laughs> so the person who like knows most like what they're doing is the most drunk. All right, cool. Yeah, no, no. All right, go ahead. Go for it. All right. We're so prepared. This right, might so. help you catch it, but what if you, I mean, I don't know your coordination, Flack. What, are, are you good at catching things normally? I am with this hat. God, okay, so you're aiming for the mug. <laughs> I'm aiming for the mug above. Okay, so roll an attack check, roll right? on the and, yeah, okay. and you have advantage out on it. Okay. <laughs> roll the uh, nine plus five, so fourteen. I mean, you're gonna hit the mug with a fourteen. <laughs> okay, all right. And so I just roll two. You roll two twenties. Add your dex. Mm-hmm. Oh. Twenty-one. Uh, yes, you catch the arrow. Yay! Oh. Okay, that's a pretty it cool. Almost hat. makes up for the thumb part sticking straight out from your forehead. <laughs> People will be very confused. Hey, you know who looks more like a chicken? The lady in the feather robe. Oh, catch me, motherfucker! I jump towards you, <laughs> and you like slowly <laughs> fall. <toward him. laughs> Margin hits the ground because he didn't try. What the this amulet? The amulet that I don't know what it does. Correct. All right. Sure. And who wants the boots? Wait, wait! Like... But the boots are just boots. But they're they're cold weather boots. Do do they do anything? You have resistance to cold, and you can handle extremely cold temperatures. I mean, I'll wear it. I think it'll complete the ensemble. You're just like you wider have... than you are tall now. <laughs> Fletch, do you want anything? Yeah, I think that maybe I should take the boots, and you should take the animal friendship because Pete's not a big fan of you. And then oh. also, you can make friends with a bunch of cows. Because animal friendship. No, 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 no. (laughs) I will take the robe. No, (laughs) guys, I don't. Oh my god, (laughs) I just. Well, let's go. Let's go. Wait, was that Koyram? That was Koyram. Okay. Okay, let's go. Yeah. I have I have some liquid mead courage in me. I had a nice conversation. Hey, are you gonna be all right though? I'll Just, be fine. Yeah, we can I'll put him fine. in the that, sack. That was no, a we're, big pause. We're, yeah, I'll be, I'm, we're good. Oh. We can just put him in the sack if it gets too much. We have a while to walk. <laughs> You'll go in the sack, Hoyerim. Don't, don't make us I have twice. to lead the way. I'm not going in the sack. I am a knight of this order. <laughs> yeah, I am not going in the sack. Sorry, guys. There'll be a sack party in the wagon. Mm. Okay. Judo, what's a what's a sack party? <laughs> The 
and D&D is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, and Joel Arnold. Next time on D&D&D, my, my friends and I set out from the, from the north on a, on a delivery to Night's Pass. We're, we're delivering a special order of elderflower liqueur. I placed that order. I placed the order with George. And he's like, it's your fault then. It's your fault we were here and they attacked us. And it's your fault that, that they're dead. Don't blame the guy who orders something. I was ordering it as a gift for a man th- that I insulted. Anyway, it's not an issue. This was supposed to be a nice thing.